0: on the show today, Daddy?
1: Well, i got Gage Vandentop from StreamYard on. I'm really excited about it.
0: Cool. Why don't we sing a song about StreamYard?
1: We certainly could. In fact, why don't we do it in the trance style?
0: Yeah, but I need my voice a bit reverby.
1: And I need my voice a little bit lower, I think.
0: Oh, that sounds better.
1: Is my voice low enough?
0: Definitely.
1: StreamYard FM. So you want to go live facebook and links in live to youtube twitch periscope Just before I get on with the show, I want to let you know about a huge giveaway I'm doing at the moment. If you go to iag.me forward slash giveaway, you'll find out all about it. And it's in celebration of this podcast. There's going to be over $6,500 worth of tools I'm giving away, such as the large plan of Agura Pulse, which is an amazing social media management tool. We've got Ecamm Live Pro, StreamYard Pro, and Wave Video, the agency plan, and loads of other cool services and tools, such as an hour consultation with me. So go over to iag.me forward slash giveaway and all the best. Hope you win.
0: This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we we can go go live! Hello, it's the Confident Live
1: Marketing Show. My name's Ian Anderson-Gray, and this is episode 24. Today, we're going to be talking about StreamYard in the live video tool showcase. Last time we talked about a tool, it was Ecamm Live, and we're going to be going through all the different live video tools out there. And I'm really excited to be interviewing the co-founder. But before we do that, if you want to know the show notes for this, if you go to iag.me forward slash 24, hopefully in a couple of weeks time, that will be there. The, The show notes will be there. But before that, it's time to talk about our first sponsor, which is Content 10X. Recently, I had Amy Woods on the show, who is the founder of Content 10X, and that was a really exciting episode. And Content 10X are experts in content repurposing. They provide a full end-to-end repurposing service. Now, the cool thing about this is once you've sorted out the tech of live video, it's so easy to go live, particularly using tools like StreamYard. You just press that go live button and you're creating a piece of content that you can then repurpose. But what a lot of people do is they press the end broadcast button and then they forget about it. But with the power of repurposing, you can then take that and turn it into a plethora of different types of content to explode across the internet. And that's what Content 10X do. So they will take that live video, turn it into a podcast or a blog post or social media images, infographics, that type of thing, helping you save time so you can focus on building your business. They also have an awesome blog. Just go to content10x.com and a fantastic podcast, which has just reached over 100 episodes. So that will help you with all things to do with repurposing. So today, I'm really excited to have Gage Vandentop on the show, who is the co-founder of StreamYard. Gage met his co-founder, Dan Briggs, living in residence during their first year of university. Dan studied mechanical engineering and he studied electrical engineering. They both did co-ops, internships at various technology companies, but they knew that ultimately they wanted to start a venture together. Growing up, he loved the internet and how it unlocked all kinds of opportunities. And before the internet, yes, there was a time before the internet, it was often difficult to find others who shared niche interests. Now, whole communities can form around these interests. Voice over IP applications like Skype were particularly interesting to him because of the ability to connect people across the globe. Hi, Gage. It's great to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm so excited to be
2: here. That was an awesome intro. I enjoyed all of that. I'll have to check out your sponsor, by the way. I've never heard of them, Content 10X.
1: Oh, that cool. Repurposing yeah.
2: This thing is definitely awesome. And, and like you said, I think live streaming is a great place to sort of be the genesis of new content, because it's so easy to just get that content out there. And if there's a good service to sort of repurpose it on lots of places, that sounds super interesting.
1: Oh, it's been, I had this epiphany moment, really. I, I realized, I mean, I have to say blogging has changed my life. It's the reason I'm here today. But I can't tell you how much effort and time it takes to produce blog content. It really does. You know, it can take weeks and weeks of time to produce it. And so I've kind of seen the light when it comes to live video, because from this from this piece of content that we're creating now, I can then turn it into a blog post into a podcast, and it saves so much time. So it's really cool. And, and the great thing is Amy, who is the co-founder of ContentX, just lives down the road from me. Such a small oh, no. world. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? So I've got loads and loads of questions for you. And uh, just before I ask you some of those questions, we've got May King in the room. And May King is on the recent episode as well on this show. And she says, hi, Ian. Looking forward to hearing from you, Gage, about StreamYard. Some of my friends have wax lyrical about your software. I'm from sunny Sheffield in the UK. Yeah, I've been, I've been talking to making about StreamYard. So yeah, how, how did you start StreamYard? What was the kind of genesis of, of StreamYard as a company?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So like you said in the intro, Dan and I are the co-founders of StreamYard. And we had, we had basically worked on lots and lots of projects together. We probably have known each other for, I think it's almost eight years now. First year university, it was just school projects and that sort of turned into other types of projects. Um, one of those was we actually made an a music visualizer together which is actually sitting to the left of me a giant soldered together box of lights what was our is first that attempt.
1: so what does what does that do is it kind of one of these like graphic equalizer things so
2: yeah it was basically just like a light show like a light show in a box so it would to the tune of music different lights would go off and you could make your own light shows on this crappy little program we made and upload them to the box. That was sort of the first thing we ever made together (laughs) that uh, was not a success, but it was a lot of fun to, to work on. But we started getting really into software. So despite the fact that neither of us were software engineers, we really enjoyed the like in both electrical and mechanical engineering, you do a bit of programming and that part was super appealing to us just because such a low barrier to entry right like if you want to make an innovative mechanical engineering project it's going to cost you a lot of money to get the resources and build what what is required to do that but with software if you have an idea and a couple of computers and and two people that are uh, good at programming you can make some really really amazing stuff so that that sort of led us down the road of of software and we became particularly me got I sort of got Dan into the voice over internet protocol stuff just because I was so interested in the internet like I had spent I haven't used Skype in a long time, but before I started building StreamYard, I'd probably logged thousands and thousands of hours on Skype just with uh, random people, whether that was like playing like online poker together or video games or whatever. I was just, I was a geek. I was into that, into that stuff. And I wanted to understand it. I wanted to learn it. And I wanted to make applications that, that connected people. So Dan and I started building VoIP applications and we're sort of wrapping up a previous project that was more focused on meetings. And we're looking out at the landscape that was out there. And we felt that that there was definitely a place in the the live streaming space for for an easy tool. We both thought Twitch was really interesting from a uh, from a business perspective, and that like it was sort of like Twitch has been around for a long, long time. And before it was Twitch, it was Justin TV. And for people that don't know don't know what Twitch is, it's basically a site for streaming video games that Amazon purchased for I think just under a billion dollars a few years ago. But they were sort of the only company that pulled it off. Like there was back then, so there was lots of there was lots of Twitch like companies for things that weren't video games, but video games is sort of the only thing that became big. And we wondered why that was. I think a big part of it was that uh, gamers sort of have powerful computers so that they can play these powerful games and that they're able to sort of make more interesting content because they can sort of shift focus to to the video game. So we thought it would be great if we could make a tool that sort of served people that didn't have fancy computers and weren't into video games and maybe didn't even know anything about computers and give them the tools to make awesome content Without having to learn about like what's an encoder and what are my best ingest settings, like for people that didn't know anything about computers to be able to, oh, I want to make a show about cars and be successful. So that's where we, that's why we made StreamYard.
1: That's cool. Yes, because I remember. I mean, we're not going back that long. Maybe three and a half years ago, when I first started getting into Facebook Live, the the only way really I could work out how to use it was using the software called OBS Studio. And you know, OBS Studio, it's it's still great and there's a lot of good things about it, but it's not easy to use. Let's say that. and so you are having to think about all these fancy words like encoder settings and RTMP. And I mean, I, w- I, will, I will stop there. But basically, yeah, it's there, there was definitely a gap in the market for all these non-gamers, maybe marketers or small business owners who wanted to use this new technology of Facebook Live, but they wanted it to be easy to use. And the, the great thing about StreamYard is that it works directly through the browser. So you don't have to download any any extra apps and it works on Mac and PC, maybe even Linux, I don't know. But it, it's it's great from that point of view. So were you into social media at the time? Because obviously we, you've talked about voiceover IPs and Skype and the internet, but the other thing that obviously StreamYard utilizes are the social networks of, uh, of YouTube and Periscope or Twitter. Yeah. So yeah, that's
2: an interesting question. No, they were, was this is all very new to me, which people probably find funny <laughs> because I'm obviously all over them now. So now I know lots about, about Twitter and Facebook and Facebook groups and how all of that, how all of that works. But no, I made my LinkedIn account, I think probably about a year ago, close to the time that we started working on an integration <laughs> with, with LinkedIn. Most of my time was on sort of the nerdier types of things. So being on Skype with just random people and things like that, but I love it now. Like I love social media. Like uh, especially Facebook. Facebook groups are one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. how you can sort of form these little communities within Facebook. I'm a really big fan uh, of those, but no, it was all new to me.
1: Well, that's cool. It's a good time to be a geek. You know, I admit it, I'm a geek too. And, you know, when I was at school, not so cool being a geek, but now it is. It's, it's the ty- it's a good time to be alive. And uh, yeah, so, they, so obviously there's the social aspect, there's the technology side, and you were able to bring all of those together into creating this tool, StreamYard. So, why why live video? What in your opinion, why is live video such a good thing for business owners to to use? You know, why why did you want to I suppose it's a separate question you've kind of answered this, but why live video from your point of view, but also from a business point of view?
2: So for, for at least at the beginning, it was uh, it was based on what else was out there. So I thought there was tons of really good solutions for meeting applications. Like Zoom is, is a nice application Appear in, super easy to use. Like I thought that audience was being served well and even Skype for how much, despite the fact that people, a lot of people seem to complain about Skype, I think it's a it's a good tool. Whereas uh, live video is where I thought there was this gap. There's very powerful tools that serve those people well, like OBS is great software, vMix is great software. But I didn't. And, it's, and things are different now. Like now there are more there are now more tools that are pretty easy to use. But when we were first starting, there wasn't there weren't as many. So that was the main reason for us as far as when we first started, what's wh- where's somewhere that we can really serve people. But for as far as a business owner, why they should be interested in live video. For me, I am now a business owner that uses live video. I use it every single week. Dan and I do for our weekly town hall streams for StreamYard. And one of the biggest reasons I use it is. Time, it's it's extremely time effective, um, and it's also effective just in general. Like you can make very good content if you know if you know your space well and you know what you're talking about. It's great. for just one hour. You can quickly create a piece of content um, that will sort of live on, and, and you can repurpose it using using the tools you mentioned, and it's uh, it's great for that. So blog like there, there's lots of great content marketing uh, methods out there, but if you don't have a team. to dedicate to that, like for writing blog posts and creating podcasts, it can be extremely time consuming. Whereas live streaming, if you make a weekly show and you, you know a bit about the space, take in questions, it's very fast. And I find it extremely fun as well.
1: Oh, well, that's good. It does. It, it makes a difference if you actually find it fun, and yeah, I think you're right. I, at the time, you know, two or three years ago, there was this big gap in the, the live video space, and and even even now, I find you know, there was a lot more tools out there, but then none of them, maybe apart from Streamyard, I'm, I'm joking, but none of them were perfect. <laughs> there's there's always there were always. Gaps and there's always areas for innovation, and I'm going to talk to you about that. About what you feel is going to be the next step on that. So you you do a lot of live video. Do you do you still do you get nervous? Do you still get nervous? You know, have there been any um, I don't know embarrassing moments for you? I definitely still get nervous, but I'm I get nervous when I'm getting my
2: groceries at the grocery store. So it's not <laughs> too different. It's not too different for me. It's a bit different when it's like being recorded, I guess. But uh, no, I definitely get nervous. I don't know that it's ever it hasn't really changed. Like the, the, how nervous I was the very first time I did a live stream is not so much different than it is now. I always have a bit of nerves before I I, I go live, but it's not, once you get used to it, it's not so different than just having a conversation with someone. It's people think like, Oh, what if I forget what to say? It's like, well, what do you do when you are talking to someone? I don't know.
1: It's so Figure true. It out, I guess. It, it is true, isn't it? Because I think sometimes for, for some people, and I, I find this for me, that the thought of it is more terrifying than actually doing it. So you can build up all these things in your mind and you can think, oh, you know, it's going to go wrong. What, a, what if I get Gage's name wrong or if I stutter off my words? And actually, you know, if these things were to happen, is that the end of the world? I don't know. Not yeah. really. So, so any, any embarrassing moments for you or is, have they all gone kind of fairly okay for you? I'm sure there's been embarrassing moments. I've probably buried them in my subconscious <laughs> yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, I wish I, I, uh,
2: uh, I mean, probably just simple things like forgetting to unmute the mic or nothing, nothing too exciting. Luckily, nothing terrible has happened. I haven't like spilled water on it or, 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 or done anything <laughs> crazy in the middle of a, of a live stream. They've all gone relatively, uh, relatively smoothly.
1: Oh well that's good. Yeah I, I have to say I haven't had too many embarrassing moments or very many at all. But yeah, we've had a few people on the show who've talked about you know spilling water all over their crotch and 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 <laughs> you know things like the the backgrounds fallen down on top of them halfway through. So I always right. like to ask StreamYard is very well known now. The for me as an outsider the uptake seems to be just huge. There seems to be everyone's talking about StreamYard. It's the the next big thing in the world of live video tools. Has the uptake of StreamYard the popularity surprised you
2: it has surprised me a bit it we it was fairly calculated how we how we did things and how we went about it like Dan and I meet every week and we have a very specific plan for how we're approaching things and, and we measure and we iterate so it hasn't it wasn't like just like oh what happened there's a ton of of people now it was uh, relatively planned but the characteristics of how it has grown has has surprised me and how receptive people have been to us has surprised me like people are just how nice people are and and how how willing they are to, to help us. Like I thought it would, I thought the word of mouth would not be as big of a factor for us as it is, but people are just when they, they enjoy the tool and are just so eager to help get the word out about it, which has been extremely helpful. And that part has really surprised me.
1: It's interesting to to know that you were strategic. You were thinking about how, how to launch that. You didn't just come up with the idea and put it on the internet and hope for the best. So it was definitely, no, I've done that before and it doesn't work. People don't just <laughs> use stuff. Like that, that's, that's, I mean, that's usually
2: how everyone uh, starts and thinks. is like, oh, if you build it and it's good, people will use it. That's not how it works.
1: Yeah, no, it doesn't. I, I, can, I can speak from experience there. So the, the uptake's been great. What's the most fun thing that's happened since you've launched it from your point of view? The most enjoyable bit? I think just seeing the people, surprising people who have, have used it where I'll see someone doing a live
2: stream, like that person's using StreamYard and I, they're quite well known. Like, uh, like I saw an interview with Kevin Durant where they were using <laughs> StreamYard, which was obviously pretty exciting to see. Frank Kern used the product for a while, which was pretty cool for people that, that don't know who that is. He's a very famous internet marketer. Chris Hansen's now using it for his Hansen vs. Predator shows. So I think the most exciting points have just been seeing exciting people using the product, for
1: me at least. Yeah, definitely. I can imagine that. And Yeah, so for for those who don't know, StreamYard, it works through the browser, as I said earlier. And so it works on Mac and PC, which is great. So some of of the tools that I've mentioned before, they only work on a specific platform. So vMix, for example, is a great tool, but it's only for PC. Ecamm Live, great tool, only for Mac. And there are tools like Wirecast that work on both. But the great thing about StreamYard, in a similar way to tools like BeLive, is it works in the browser. And so... It just makes it easy to use. So I've, I've mentioned some features there. There are obviously more. What What are, in your opinion, at least the the best features of Streamyard? You know, try not to make this into an ad, but <laughs> but in your in your kind of your opinion, you know, what what are the best bits? Sure,
2: it's it's new and shiny now. So that uh, <laughs> so that's probably part of the reason why I I like it. But multi streaming for me, I'm extremely excited about. But I don't think it's just because we we just released it. Partly is just It's because it was pretty difficult to do before we added it into StreamYard. Like there's lots of great solutions for it, but they all sort of assume that you know about the things we talked about earlier, that you know about RTMP keys and ingest and that and you can wire together uh, different products. And it is pretty special on StreamYard, in my opinion, as a user. So Dan actually did most of the work uh, on that feature. So I did actually get to come into it fresh as a user would, which is always nice, because sometimes when you work on something, you're going to be really biased and not be able to come in with a fresh perspective. But I did be able, I was able to come in with a fresh perspective because Dan did most of the work on it. And it is awesome because there's lots of people just have that desire, right? I want to go on Facebook and YouTube. How hard could this be? Hmm. Pretty hard b- before this, in my opinion. And now it's just, OK, click YouTube, click Facebook. I want to go live at this time. Make your posts for both of those. It's now scheduled. You have your links that you can share out. It's pretty awesome. So I, I do love that feature. But in a more general sense, my favorite part about StreamYard and our number one priority is just how easy it is. So how easy it is to bring guests in is I think, and if you were, to, is what's going to live on as, as my favorite feature is just no downloads, no fancy instructions. Here's the link. Just click on it and you'll be in my, my show is, my, is probably my actual favorite part.
1: Yeah, I love that. You know, there are other tools out there like vMix, a great tool. And great for those kind of very ultra professional broadcasts and, and Wirecast too. And I've I've not used vMix so much. I've used Wirecast a lot. I love it as a tool, but it's, it's not for the faint hearted. It, it's difficult to use. And you've got to know all of those things. Whereas an app like StreamYard, you just go to your browser and you don't even need to worry about logging in with a password, which is a, another kind of fun thing about it. Uh, I'm sure some people get annoyed by this, but you basically email out a special code, don't you, to people?
2: Yeah, some people definitely do. Uh, get annoyed. I think more people like it than dislike it. The people that get annoyed usually are trying to like have a friend use the account as well. And it's frustrating for them because they can't Uh, just share a password. But yeah, but mostly because of security, like you always hear about these stories of, of companies having issues. And then what happens is if one, if just in case people don't, this is probably an important thing to know. So if you use the same password across all your sites, and one of those sites is not a very good site, and they happen to lose that information, well, now this person that's might not have your best interest at mind has your name and password that you're probably using on different sites. So by us not knowing your password, that can't really ever happen. So yeah. that's sort of the security reasoning behind it. But yeah, every time you log in, we just email you a code. It's a, like 15 minutes you have. You can feel like James Bond for a second to get the code in fast enough. You have lots of time. You don't have to do it that quickly. And this
1: and the email the email gets get goes really quickly. So I mean that was I was yeah. a little bit I was about to be really frustrated the first time I used StreamYard and then I was Pleasantly surprised by how quickly the email went, and you know, for people like me, I'm a, as I say, I'm a geek, so I used tools like LastPass and multi-step, what do you call it, two-step authentication. But you know, most of us shouldn't need to use those technologies. So actually, making it easy for people to use is is definitely a good thing. I've got some comments, which I just want to bring through. So Dave Brown says, "Hey, Gage, your platform is awesome," and uh, he also says, "Simple, reliable." professional which is cool and of course got a question from making who says which platforms do you stream simultaneously to dave i think she's asking dave but we can talk about the multi-streaming in a little bit more detail so with multicasting this allows you to broadcast to not just one platform but two at one point and until recently facebook i'm sure you know a lot more about this than me but facebook had this thing in their terms and conditions that disallowed people or certainly disallowed app developers from giving you the ability to stream to more than one platform at the same time so they didn't want you to stream to Facebook and YouTube at the same time they kind of there was a a bit of a gray area in that you could stream to to YouTube and then you could stream to Facebook if you used rtMP which is not, yeah, we're getting a bit technical here, but basically there was a way around it, but they seem to have relaxed those things now. So yeah, just would love your thoughts on that. And also, could you tell the, the viewers and listeners which platforms people can stream to?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that was, it was sort of interesting. It's always been kind of a gray area. There's probably other people that are more familiar when Facebook Live first came out, what the initial policy was. I don't actually think they had that policy when they first Released and that policy might have been a yeah. response to an app in particular, but I won't get into the the details of all of it. It was complicated and very confusing for us because because like you said, it was it was strictly to apps. So as a user, if you wanted to figure out how to do it yourself, Facebook didn't care. You could always multi stream to Facebook and other platforms. But as an app developer like me working on Streamyard, uh, we weren't able to facilitate that for people. But they've now officially removed it. So if you go to the Facebook Live policy doc and you go to the live streaming section. There used to be one that says, don't build apps that allow you to go to multiple platforms simultaneously, something along those lines, and that's now gone. So now it's totally okay. It's all above board. You can multi stream to Facebook, uh, YouTube, and wherever else. And as far as I know, Facebook was actually the only platform yes. that had that policy. So there's, there's not really
1: anything to worry about nice. now. I think you're right, yeah. And it was, it was, it was a, it a, a bit of a frustration. But the other thing that's been frustrating about multicasting, and one reason why I, I've always recommended against it for beginners, people starting off, is that if you're streaming to more than one platform, how on earth do you cope with all the comments? You've got this fragmentation of all the comments. You know, you've got people on Facebook and and YouTube and Periscope. So it's been there's not really been an app that's been able to deal with that until obviously StreamYard. Now that you you've not just allowed people to multicast, you've got the ability to have all of those comments in one feed. Can you tell us a bit more about that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So it was really important to us to make it like everything we do at StreamYard, our number one priority is make this extremely easy for people. So and yes, we we had that exact same feeling as you that the one of the biggest pain points for doing a, a successful multi-stream was managing the comments from all these different platforms. So we made sure that all the platform comments come into this into the StreamYard studio. So someone comment, is commenting on YouTube or someone's commenting on Facebook. Both of those comments will appear in the studio with their nice little avatar. And you can show that on screen and and address them. Uh, directly which i think is a huge step in having a successful multi-stream and Mm. and managing it uh, effectively Um, but like like you said as well i don't think i would immediately jump into it like if you're brand new to live streaming probably just focus on one platform and get comfortable with that and then maybe introduce another platform i'm also under the opinion that less can be more like i wouldn't just like i wouldn't go to 20 platforms because you can i would pick the ones that you think your content will resonate on and where people will be interested in your content and really focus on those. I think that's a better strategy.
1: Yeah, totally agree. And at the moment, at least with LinkedIn, the the, the disadvantage with LinkedIn Live, I mean, actually, that's one thing to say. StreamYard is one of the only tools out there. There's about Last time I checked, about six or seven tools that allow you to stream to LinkedIn. I'm, I'm sure they're adding more and more over time. But StreamYard is one of the only tools that is that has a free plan that allows you to stream to LinkedIn Live, which is cool. But one disadvantage, at least at the moment, is that LinkedIn don't have the facility for tools such as StreamYard to bring in the comments. So it's the one missing piece in all of this unfortunately but i assume yeah. as soon as they release that you'll you'll be on that and be able to to add that in oh, yeah. which will which be really really cool so i just wanted to show the the streamyard website so if you just go to streamyard.com you can find out all the information about it there is a free plan as well which is cool and the multicasting though uh, and i'm quite glad you've not put it on the free plan because i think that would be far too much but on the free plan you can have up to six participants so you can have you and up to 5 guests which is really cool. It's also one of the only tools out there that uh, has screen sharing on the free plan which is cool. You can add banners and on comments on the screen which is cool. And with the paid version you could also multicast as well and you don't have the StreamYard branding on there. So, yeah, what are your frustrations with maybe with StreamYard at the moment or what are the missing features? What what's next? And you might have to, I don't know, this might be top secret information, but have you got any thoughts on what's next and what what are your frustrations currently?
2: yeah, absolutely, so just general frustrations I mean, I guess it's probably the same frustrations that companies like buffer and and Hootsuite probably share is it's hard to integrate with a bunch of things that you don't control it can be difficult, so integrating with all these different social platforms where things can sort of change at any time and you sort of have to make sure you don't break any of the rules that uh, that that's can be stressful, so that's probably. I don't know. If, I think that might not be exactly your question, but that's one frustration that we have. But as far as frustration with the product itself, I'm overall very, very happy with StreamYard as it is. Our number one goal is for it to be really, really easy. And I think we we do that successfully. I'd like to add more platforms. So I'd like to serve people that are there's lots of people that would like to go live on Twitch. It's not our current audience. Most of our current audience doesn't know what Twitch is or care about Twitch, which is totally fine. I probably wouldn't. I probably am not going to do live streams to Twitch, um, but it is an important platform for people that are sort of in the creative space so people that are doing drawings or paintings or all kinds of other creative types of things which is a good platform for that so we would like to serve them so you'll see more platform integrations i'd like to go deeper on i think in the future we'll, we're going to start viewing StreamYard as more of a community building tool or a community engagement tool rather than just a live streaming tool so I don't want. To, I'm not. I'm not going to get too far into the details. But you can use your imagination on that, I suppose. Of really, how could you make this broadcast as engaging as possible, as entertaining as possible through the tool itself? We just want to make it extremely easy for people to do a good job and make a good, entertaining live stream. And we're going to continue focusing on that.
1: Love that. That's really cool. I've got an apolog- apology to make, Gage, and, and that is that I've uh, on your uh, when I was on your screen, I actually put makings. Name on there. Who was the guest last last week or oh, yesterday? So, cool. so apologies for that, and actually making's in the room. So thank you, Dave. Uh, Dave was actually saying, "Why is making's name on when Gage is the only one on the screen?" So yeah, this is this is the joy of live streaming. Things go wrong. What can I say? So yeah, making is actually making asked me this earlier, and I, I gave the best reply I could. But her question is, can I stream simultaneously? So that's the multicasting using StreamYard from my phone. I tend to do a lot of live streams from my phone rather than my computer. And I said to her, yes, it's possible, but the, the it was an experimental feature. But maybe you can tell us a bit more about that.
2: Yeah, that's something that that's a good frustration that slipped my mind is there are a lot of people that uh, are mobile only these days, which, which always surprises me, probably because I'm a geek that always has like a fancy computer that I that I use, but lots of people just do everything from their, their phone. So that is something we'd like to, to do in the future as well as make it easy to actually host a broadcast from a mobile device. You can join on mobile devices, so you can have guests on iPhones and iPads and Androids and all kinds of tablets. But right now hosting, you have to do it from a desktop or laptop, unless you sort of do a workaround that I won't get super into. But basically you can set it to desktop mode and trick us into thinking you're On a desktop or a laptop and that would allow you to go live but we want to make it nice we want to make a nice experience for it it's not really a technical limitation it's we just need to design it so that the that it has good functionality despite being on a tiny yeah screen but yes that's also something that we'd like to uh to add to streamyard
1: okay so so it is probably is technically possible at the moment but yeah maybe you you just need to wait a little bit uh, making but so that 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 will come which is which is cool now let's see if there's any other questions so uh, <laughs> oh yeah Dave says I am a huge fan of both of you fine gentlemen that's very cool thank you for Thanks, coming on on the show Dave yeah the, so the other the other thing that I feel this is probably a more difficult thing for you to achieve because you are StreamYard is a web app is the whole ability to save the video in a high quality format for later so particularly for repurposing one issue has been if you're broadcasting to the likes of Facebook getting the download or getting getting the video from Facebook. It's not always been that good quality. Now that you offer multicasting, maybe the quality from the likes of YouTube will be better. And that's something I want to test. Have you thought about the whole idea of giving people the ability to save the video for later?
2: Yes. And uh, that's actually, I, I won't give a date for you, but I think people that want that feature will be happy soon. We're, it's something we're currently working on. I won't
1: ask you any more about that, but it's, it's, it's good that but you're it's thinking good,
2: about it. It is a good point though. And it's something that we'd like to improve. It's an, it's an interesting problem to solve because if you're not recording locally, it's hard to kind of think of a simple way to explain this. But if, if you, like, if, if you're recording directly on your computer, the information doesn't have to go anywhere else. So there's no chance of stuff being missed. Yes. And the quality suffering uh, and when you yeah. but when you're recording on your own computer you don't yes yeah, since you don't have to deal with that you can get a high quality recording so it's sort of figuring out how to maximize the quality despite the yeah. fact that it has to get from your computer to our computer but there are ways to deal with it and it's uh it's something that we're going to continue oh, that's to cool. improve
1: yeah that makes sense and obviously you, do, you again you don't want to have to rely on people having mega expensive fast computers right but, i mean zoom seems to kind of manage it it has a, the ability to uh, allow you to save on your computer or to store on their servers but uh obviously with the likes of live video it's a slightly different thing we've talked about all what the the next features are on Streamyard, and what what is the best way for people to to get involved? We've, we've talked about uh, obviously people can. You offer a, a free plan, so people can can play well around with that before they they look at upgrading and getting all the the multicasting stuff. It, what is there is there anywhere else you'd like to to send people? Have you got a, a community that people can get involved in and, and uh, find out more about Streamyard?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, if you're just looking to check out Streamyard, the best place to go is just Streamyard. So streamyard.com dot com, and you can sign up for a free account. And it's, it's there's a completely free version that has lots of functionality so you can get a sense of how all of it works. If you'd like to be more involved uh, with us directly, we have a community group on Facebook that's uh, a very good group, very active. And you can talk you can talk to me directly in there. I respond to pretty much everything there. So if you have any feedback or, or questions, that's a good place. You just, if you just type in StreamYard community on the Facebook search, it should pop up. And then we also have email. So any questions, contact at StreamYard.com.
1: That's cool. So you still use email, so and, I still um, use email. So not not smoke signals, but uh, you know we're not going about that far. But anyway, it's, <laughs> I'll stop there. It's been great to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Gabe, for spending this time and getting up so early in the morning. And uh, it's been great. And thank you for answering all those questions. So yeah, if you want to find out more about Streamyard, just just go to StreamYard.com. And uh, also, I've been I've written a lot about Streamyard. On the blog. So if you go back to episode four or five, I can't remember the exact number. There's a whole episode on the top live video tools. So you can find out all about that and and how it compares to some of the other tools out there. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact authority and profits using Confident Live Video.
0: See you soon, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me. Where you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. It's
2: great to have you on. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's a nice early morning here. I'm excited to uh, to chat with you. It is really cool meeting you. Like we met obviously before the podcast briefly, but uh, I had read a lot of your your blog posts before actually even creating Streamyard. Like we had done a lot of research about uh, the people that were important in the space as far as live streaming so i feel like i know you quite well despite never having talked to you before so this is interesting <laughs> that's funny i know
1: ever. so you want to go live to facebook and links live to youtube twitch periscope